thought long and hard about this, but I firmly believe that Joe Burrow should refuse to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know that's going to be a harsh statement. I know some Cincinnati fans are not going to like what I have to say about that, okay? Listen, I'm from Ohio. I'm about, I live about um, an hour and a half from Cincinnati. I want the Bengals to be relevant again, okay? I'm not a Bengals fan, but this franchise has been starving for a star franchise quarterback for a long, long time. They haven't won a playoff game in ages, okay? You know, they definitely need an upgrade quarterback. You know, I fully expect them to take Joe Burrow, number one overall. You know, I think that two attack of all his injuries kind of, you know, knocks him out of that, you know, talk for being the number one overall pick. I'm not as high on two as some people, but either way, he's talented, but again, very injury prone. Um, Jordan Love is very talented. Justin Herbert is very talented, but there's still some some bust potential with those two quarterbacks. So I would be super shocked if the Bengals draft anyone else besides Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to be a Cincinnati Bengal. I firmly believe that they're going to draft him. And I don't think that Joe Burrow will hold out and pull an Eli Manning and a John Elway and say, I'm not coming to your franchise and I'm not going to play for the Bengals. However, I firmly believe that Joe Burrow, my gut feeling tells me that he's going to eventually fail in Cincinnati. I don't think he'll ever live up to his potential in Cincinnati, and I just think that he needs to pull Eli Manning and a John Elway when both those two quarterbacks, Eli Manning, said I'm not going to the Chargers, John Elway said I'm not going to the Colts. I believe he needs to refuse to play for the Bengals. Look, Joe Burrow's a very talented quarterback. We all know this. You know, I think that he's one of the better quarterbacks that I've evaluated in a long time. You know, he has everything you want as far as looking for a great franchise quarterback. I do believe that because Andy Dalton was there previously, you know, the Bengals, I always felt they were good, you know, when they were winning, when they were going to the playoffs consistently with Andy Dalton, you know, when he had his best years. But I never felt Andy Dalton was quite good enough to carry them over the hump, you know. At one point, Andy Dalton had a top five roster in football and literally did nothing with it. He never was able to win a playoff game. So I do believe that Joe Burrow, there is some slight hope if he decides to play for the Bengals. If one player can turn that franchise around, it's Joe Burrow. I believe he has the talent to do so. However, I just think that Joe Burrow should refuse to play for the Bengals, and I'll tell you why. Before I get to why, listen, there's been some people that have told me Joe Burrow doesn't have the leverage that Eli Manning and John Elway had. He doesn't come from that much of a football background as far as his family goes. He doesn't have that pedigree. I agree with that, but I do believe Joe Burrow actually does have leverage here. He has more leverage than people give him credit for. What the leverage Joe Burrow has is that he is the number one overall pick. These teams need Joe Burrow more than Joe Burrow needs these teams. Assuming Joe Burrow refuses to play for the Bengals and it all works out, you mean to tell me the Carolina Panthers are not going to have their eyes laid on Joe Burrow? You mean to tell me the Chargers, the Lions, the Colts, and the Raiders are not going to be chopping at the bits to try to trade up and get their hands on Joe Burrow? There's a whole lot of teams that would love to have Joe Burrow in this draft, especially with, you know, jo Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, and Tua Tagovailoa all having questions. And then after that, you're left with Jacob Eason and Jake Fromm. So don't tell me Joe Burrow doesn't have leverage here. If he really wants to put his foot down and deny the Bengals, he has the power to do that because he's what their company wants. He's the guy that these teams want. So he has leverage in that regard. You know, why do I think why do I think Joe Burrow should refuse to play for the Bengals. I'm going to throw out the fact that the Bengals have one of the worst offensive lines in football. I'm going to throw out the fact that defense is awful. I'm going to throw out the fact that he's going to be competing in a division with Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, who to me have a Super Bowl window open for at least the next five years. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are well run, they draft well, Big Ben comes back next year, and Cleveland, while they're dysfunctional, they're very talented, okay? I'm going to throw out the fact that Zach Taylor probably, I don't know if he can coach. I don't think Zach Taylor is that great of a head coach. I don't know if he can coach, 
But let's see what he does with the quarterback. But again, I get a sense that Zach Taylor is not a great head coach. I'm going to throw out the fact that A.J. Green might leave next year, okay? So I'm going to throw all those things out there. Okay, because Cincinnati actually does have talent. They have, you know, Joe Mixon. They got some decent wide receivers. You know, Jonah Williams comes back next year to help the offensive line. However, talent is only part of the story. The Bengals' ownership is bad. Listen, the Cincinnati Bengals have not won a playoff game in 28 years, guys. That's a longer drought than the dysfunctional Washington Redskins and the dysfunctional Cleveland Browns. You would think that you would luck up one year and somehow win a playoff game. Maybe if you, you know, someone in your division gets hurt, you know, you just have an anomaly of a year. It just hasn't happened. And look, I understand the Bengals have been starving for that star quarterback, but also one of the reasons why the Bengals have not been great and why they've not won a playoff game in 28 years is because their ownership and front office and their culture is bad. Mike Brown is not a good owner. Mike Brown might be the worst owner in the NFL right now as far as, you know, owners of NFL teams. You know, Mike Brown took over the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, after his dad, you know, Paul Brown passed away. You know, the torch was passed on to Mike Brown, okay? And listen, Mike Brown has been a terrible owner up to this point. And guys, I don't care how talented you are. If you have a bad front office and you have bad management within your NFL circle, you're not going to fully prosper. That's just the reality. The Bengals, they, they are cheap. They don't spend money on free agents. You know, they have one of the smallest scouting departments in the NFL. Like I said, they don't spend money on free agents. You know, they, they care more about finances than winning Super Bowls. That's what Mike Brown cares about, okay? Mike Brown is the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals, and he acts as the general manager and pretty much what is over all football operations, okay? That's what his role pretty much is. And you look at the Patriots, you look at the Steelers, you look at the Cowboys, you look at all these mystique, blue-chip, great franchises. Their owners do not make football decisions. They just step back, they hire the people that are needed to make the football decisions, and they get out the way. Guess what Mike Brown does? He makes football decisions. He's involved in everything. He's a cancer within that organization. Okay, listen, the Bengals are not well run. Look at all the successful franchises, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Seahawks, the, the Green Bay Packers, the Philadelphia Eagles. What do all of them have in common? Obviously, they have the talent, they have the quarterbacks, and you know they have the good rosters, but they have great management and great ownership, okay? You can have all the talent in the world, but if you have bad management and bad ownership, you are not going to prosper. And the Cincinnati Bengals have been in this situation before. Carson Palmer, kid out of USC, won a Heisman Trophy, a very talented quarterback. Now, I will say, I think Joe Burrow is more talented than Carson Palmer was coming out of college, but we've seen this before. Carson Palmer, this Heisman Trophy winning you know, quarterback that's really great, really talented, and the Bengals could do nothing with him. Carson Palmer did better once he left the Cincinnati Bengals. Carson Palmer never got the full support from the Bengals. The, the ownership never got the free agents necessary to get him over the hump. They never provided him with the right team and the right support. Carson Palmer said this. You know, he's kind of hinted at Joe Burrow saying, eh, you might not want to play for the Bengals because they're just not one of those franchises that's really set up to prosper. That's really what you get the sense from hearing Carson Palmer talk about the Bengals, okay? Joe Burrow ultimately, in my eyes, I hope I'm wrong because I want the Bengals to be relevant again. But in my opinion, I think that Joe Burrow is ultimately going to fail and he's going to have a lot to overcome in Cincinnati if he decides to go there. Um, Listen, Marvin Lewis was there for 16 years. The team never won a playoff game. Are you kidding me? 
I mean, I understand that he's working magic by getting Andy Dalton to the playoffs, but I'm sorry. After four, five, six years, if you're not winning playoff games, I'm firing you. 16 years, no playoff wins. The Bengals are the one team that would keep Marvin Lewis around that long. That's what the Bengals do. They keep these guys in-house that are not worthy of being in-house, and they just don't make the right football decisions necessary to win Super Bowls and to win long-term. And in a division with Baltimore, who's one of the best-run organizations in football, you know, the Steelers are one of the best run organizations in football, arguably the most well-run organization. And then the Cleveland Browns, who are dysfunctional, but they're more talented by far than the Bengals. I just don't see it. I think that Joe Burrow should pull Eli Mang and John Elway. Eli Mang and John Elway, you can say what you want about them, you know, chickening out and not going to the franchise that wanted to draft them initially. Those guys went to a combined seven Super Bowls and won four of them. Who's laughing now? Eli Manning and John Elway won. And listen. If Joe Burrow goes to another team and potentially, let's say he goes to the Panthers, you know, I think that that would be a great fit because Joe Brady's there, his former offensive coordinator from, you know, LSU. If he goes to the Carolina Panthers and fails and becomes a bust, then you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, maybe I just was not, maybe I just was destined to not prosper in the NFL in the first place. But if Joe Burrow becomes a bust in Cincinnati, I get a sense that we're all going to look back and say, man, what if? What if he was drafted by a stable team like the Dolphins with Brian Flores, who's building something? What if he was, you know, given the San Diego Chargers roster? What if he was given some more stability? What if he went to the Oakland Raiders? What if he went to another team? The Bengals are just one of those teams, I guess, that they're never going to fully prosper to the highest level. And listen, like I said, they've we've seen this before. The Bengals have had Carson Palmer, and they couldn't do nothing with him. Carson Palmer was winning playoff games when he left the when he left the Cincinnati Bengals. When he got a stable head coach, when he went to Arizona, he he prospered more there. And I fully believe that where you get drafted matters as a quarterback. Your talent obviously matters, but we've seen a ton of talented quarterbacks go to dysfunctional franchises and ultimately fail. Look at this. Look at the 2018 NFL draft, okay? Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen. Out of those five quarterbacks who are who are all very talented coming out of college, who are the two quarterbacks that are that are going to the playoffs and are set to succeed? Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson is super ultra talented. He won an MVP in his second year. He's very good. Josh Allen has one of the best arms in the NFL right now. But you want to know why they will always have the upper hand on Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, and Sam Darnold? It's because they went to teams that actually are stable and well-run. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield goes to dysfunctional Cleveland. Sam Darnold goes to dysfunctional New York Jets. And Josh Rosen goes to the Arizona Cardinals and the Miami Dolphins, who have some of the worst rosters in football and have not set them up to succeed. Okay, so... Look, you can be a talented quarterback, but where you get drafted matters, guys. Patrick Mahomes, we know he's talented, but he got the luxury of going to an NFL team with Andy Reid as his head coach, with Tyreek Hill, with Sammy Watkins, with Travis Kelsey, with all those mad weapons. The Chiefs made the playoffs the year before Patrick Mahomes got there. Deshaun Watson, the Texans, he gets to throw to DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller as a rookie, okay? Russell Wilson lands with the Legion of Boom. Aaron Rodgers lands with the Green Bay Packers, a stable organization. Tom Brady lands with the New England Patriots and the greatest defensive mind in all football, Bill Belichick, okay? In, in history, the greatest coach in history, Bill Belichick. Eli, look at look at the 2004 NFL Draft. Eli Manning, Big Ben Roethlisberger, and Phillip Rivers, all talented quarterbacks coming out of college. You want to know the two quarterbacks that actually won Super Bowls? Big Ben and Eli Manning from that draft class. Phillip Rivers, 
He unfortunately had to go to the Chargers. The Chargers, I'm not saying they're the worst organization of football, but among the Giants and the Steelers, I'll take the Giants and the Steelers' ownership over the Chargers. Joe Burrow has to be self-aware with him. He has to have better self-awareness, in my opinion. He needs to refuse to go to the Bengals, okay? The Bengals' offensive line is awful. Their defense is awful. You're in, the, you're in a division where you're by far the fourth best and the fourth least talented team, okay? Zach Taylor, I don't know if he can coach. I really don't know if he can coach. I have serious questions about Zach Taylor. A.J. Green might leave in free agency. And Joe Burrow, look, I'm not saying Joe Brady made Joe Burrow the player he was this year. Joe Burrow, you can clearly tell he put in the time, he put in the work, he mastered his craft, he put in time and worked in the offseason to improve his football skills. But Joe Burrow, he popped when he got a great offensive coach in Joe Brady. He had the best offensive line, arguably, in college football. He had great NFL wide receivers. He had a great defense. He had a great head coach, and he, he had a great running back, and he was just set to prosper right away. Joe Burrow, going from LSU talent to Cincinnati's talent. And let's be real, Cincinnati does not spend money on free agents. They don't scout players very well. They've won the small scouting departments in football. You mean to tell me the Bengals are going to really, truly support Joe Burrow? Mike Brown promised that they would support Carson Palmer more, but it did not happen. Listen, Joe Burrow. He might have success in the NFL. He might win a couple playoff games because he's just a talented quarterback. But ultimately, I don't think Joe Burrow will ever fully succeed in Cincinnati. His, his talent, in my opinion, will never be fully maximized. I hope I'm wrong because I want the Bengals to be better. I want all teams to prosper, but I just don't see it. I think Joe Burrow needs to pull an Eli Manning. He needs to pull a John Elway, and he needs to force the Bengals to draft someone else, and he needs to go to another team. Because ultimately, look, I don't think Joe Burrow will do this because it's in his DNA. And I admire Joe Burrow for being being a competitor, for being a guy that wants to come in and change the Cincinnati Bengals franchise. I love that competitiveness. I hope he does it. I hope the Bengals support him. But ultimately, I just don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen. Look, Joe Burrow's a very good prospect. I'm not saying he's a bad prospect by any stretch of the matter. I would take a number one overall. But he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Russell Wilson. He's not this super ultra-talented quarterback to where he can he can overcome dysfunction. He can overcome bad stability, bad coaching, bad offensive lines. I just don't see it. I think Joe Burrow needs a little bit of help. I think Joe Burrow, when it's all said and done, he'll be a tier two NFL quarterback at best in the NFL. I think Joe Burrow can be a stud, but I don't ever see him being quite the best in the game, meaning an Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady, a, you know, a Drew Brees, you know, uh, I don't know, Deshaun Watson. I think that he'll he'll be in the category of a quarterback that if you put a lot around him, he's going to win you a bunch of games and he can win you a Super Bowl. I don't think Joe Burrow's good enough of a prospect to overcome bad management and bad coaching. And that's ultimately why I think he's going to have to deal with in Cincinnati. Bad coaching, bad offensive line, ter- a very tough division in which he's not going to fully prosper. And I just think Joe Burrow needs to pull an Eli Manning and a John Elway and refuse to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm sorry, Cincinnati fans. You could hate me for saying this, but it's my gut feeling, and that's why I feel.